Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, welcome back, guys. This is Off the Edge. I'm Jake Ellenbogen. He is Cameron Lynch, your former NFL linebacker. And today, we are getting you guys ready. We'll also talk a little bit about Thursday Night Football, but won't spend too much time on that because, well, what is there to talk about <laughs> in that regard? But we are going to get you guys ready for week three. So if you haven't already, be sure to like, subscribe, comment, rate, and review wherever you're consuming this content. Be sure to follow my guy at Cameron Lynch 50 on Twitter. You can follow the show at Off The Edge Show. Uh, and you can also follow me at JK Bogan on not only Twitter, but Instagram as well, and same with Cam. So, Cam, how you doing, man? That oh. that game last night, I don't know how much you saw of that. That was not that, – that was hard to watch. It, it was hard to watch, and one thing I'm seeing, Jake, is the 49ers, they finished strong, right? You think in the fourth quarter, like, all right, they have the win. They're leading us right now. They're going to lay down a little bit. No, they like to run it up, Jake. They score towards the end of the game and just – put a uh, put a, a nail in that coffin for the Giants and the Giants Jake I, I just don't know what's going on with the Giants you would think this year things would turn around a little bit but it's not looking great the 49ers are looking like the best team in football like we talked about uh, I love the Dolphins as well the Eagles and whatnot but the you know 49ers crushing folks right now no, you're you're absolutely right, and I don't think it's going to change uh, next week. They got Arizona, <laughs> W. <laughs> yeah, and now they got Dallas, and we'll get to that. Dallas, unfortunately, losing uh, one of the Diggs brothers. That I think you've worked out with before. Yeah, yep, yep. That so is unfortunate. That's yeah. That that hurt, and then I sent you before the show. The the Ravens not having half their team this way. I don't. What's going on over there in Baltimore? They're always hurt, man. Always honest, hurt. I think this is the NFL in general, man. Like, I don't know what guys are doing now in the offseason. I don't know if training is changing, maybe the rules, but like guys are starting to get hurt now. It's these MC, it's these knee injuries specifically. So it's if scary, it's a, man. If it's a turf thing, do we change the grass fully? Like, I don't know, but I, I'm curious to see what the science looks like, Jake, the, the sports science, because there's too many premium athletes, specifically running backs, getting hurt right now. No, I absolutely agree. And I think, you know, while it's important to maintain focus on CTE and maintain focus on, you know, player safety up at the head and neck area, I also think we can't lose sight of the fact ankles matter, knees matter, yeah. legs matter. If you're in, you know, the, the boat of Nick Chubb, I mean, yeah. the poor guy, that was sad. Uh, foot, you know, feet matter, yeah, groins matter, everything matters, ribs. I mean, that's obliques. the thing. I think just obliques. Yeah. I mean, not everybody can go out there and drop 145 yards like Puka Nakua with an oblique injury, my guy. So uh, <laughs> we're, we're going to get into all that. Uh, we're excited to talk. Uh, there's a lot of games that we're going to try to cover here and then some storylines that we'll get to rapid fire at the end. Um, but just letting you guys know that bet online is your number one source for all your betting needs this season. Get the latest odds, lines, and match reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more bet online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your waiters, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone, head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code believe to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. And Cam, I got to say, pick them. This is huge this week. So Underdog Fantasy recently just dropped. It's like these peppers, like the, the spicy peppers. Yeah. And they're now multiplying how much you can win Ooh. in those. So, I mean, I'm just going to say it right now. Come t Tell our, uh, our listeners what they can do and how they can get in on the action. 
Yeah, you can start playing fantasy football on Underdog Fantasy today. Users will receive a 100% deposit match up to $100. If they use our promo code OTE at sign up, you can click the link in the description to get started today, Jake. We talk about it today, not tomorrow, today. <laughs> today. Get started today. Oh, also, got to mention, uh, I think it's October 1st, if I'm not mistaken. That goes up to $500, Cam. So if you're trying to get into it, yes, $500. If you sign up with OTE, that bonus match, you can literally drop $500, and you, you'll end up with 1000 in your account. Dang. Like, how amazing is that? That's, that's awesome. Hey, I'm, like I said, I keep talking about it every week, Jake, but I think this week is the week where I'm going to jump in and actually get going with mine as well, with my Underdog Fantasy account. So hold me to it. <laughs> I love it. I will hold you to it, Cam. There's a lot of uh, fun plays this week. Uh, one that stands out to me actually is in this Falcons and Lions game. Mm-hmm. It's B. John Robinson. Uh, I don't care how good the, Fal- uh, the Lions defenses looked against the run. We're going to start off with this game. Falcons 2-0, and head to Ford Field against the Lions, who are 1-1. and i got to be honest with you, Cam. I don't see the Lions losing two straight at home. I just don't see it. No. <clears throat> you know, they could have won easily last week. Seattle was a hungry team, pissed-off team. We saw that. They went into OT. Uh, if Jerry Goff doesn't throw the pick six, they probably win. If you look back at it, if Dan Campbell doesn't go for it on fourth down, uh, then they probably win. So a, a lot of different miscues there. I think in this one, Cam, it, it, all that needs to be put here is that Desmond Ritter has to play conservative football, but conservatively aggressive football, controlled aggression. He needs to still test down the field, show the Lions like, okay, all right, this guy's going to throw past the first down marker today. That's the first thing. But the second thing is he can't be throwing, uh, you know, turning the ball over because you got Tyler Algier, you got Bijan, you got Kyle Pitts, you got Matt Collins. They have all sorts of weapons. You can't be turning the ball over. And that is how you would win against a really hungry Detroit Lions team. There you go. It's a turnover margin, Jake. You just talked about it. We talked about the Rams and the 49ers recently. The the Rams were beating the 49ers, and it's the turnover margin that killed them. We talk about, uh, you know, we talk about this Jared Goff uh, and the Lions. He had that turnover that kills him, and that's extremely important is ball security. And I want to go back, Jake. Week one, Giants versus Cowboys. I know we're talking about this game specifically, but I just want to reiterate how important the turnover margin is. And the Giants, I think, turned the ball over about three or four times that game and were just annihilated. Go to the Vikings as well. They had four turnovers recently. So it, it's going to be a theme throughout this whole conversation today, you all. And I do believe that the Falcons are able to win the turnover margin. They can do well. But I do think, like you mentioned, the Lions – are are pissed off they're angry similar to how the seahawks seahawks were there the week before and i think they're going to get this w this week jake i'm going to go lions 24 falcons 21 i think um you know falcons 2-0 and right now so as something has to give at some point um but i i am looking forward to seeing Bijan rod robinson he's gonna have to get away from aiden hutchinson though because aiden is a baller he's a game breaker and he's gonna be someone to watch out for I'm going to say that Lions offense finds something this one against a really good Falcons defense. I just think this is this is the time. Okay, they didn't look super great against the Chiefs. They did win, though. They didn't look super great against Seattle. I think this is the week where it kind of starts to come together. You see Sam Laporte again in on the action. Um, So I'm going to take the Lions here 34 17 over the Falcons. It's not really anything against the Falcons. I just think you're going to get a really pissed off Lions team. Yeah, and also, too, you think about just 
the the wide receiver game, right? Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, think about the running game as well with with your guy from Bama. I mean, these guys know how to move the rock and Jameer Gibbs. And so I'm just looking forward to seeing these guys active and healthy too, Jake. I mean, I'm going to say that again, just healthy. I mean, when you see your favorite players go down, it's like, dude, uh, it, it's, it's crushing. I know when it comes to fantasy football, people are cussing and screaming because their favorite players are oh going my God. down. Yeah, so, I know. Uh, so I think it's really important that we we, we stress that is it's the health health and wellness of these players. I agree. Uh, Saints 2-0 and are heading to Lambeau. Never an easy place to win, even if it's cold or it's not. Um, Jordan Love isn't making it easy. Uh, I know they lost last week. They lost barely. And the guy's thrown six touchdowns and no interceptions. Derek Carr, on the other hand, while he's looked good, that was not a great performance that we saw on Monday Night Football. To be honest, not many guys looked very good on Monday Night Football uh, in that doubleheader. So this is an interesting one because the Saints look like they're ready for a decent run. But I'm not out on the Packers here. I don't know if Aaron Jones is going to play. I think that's something that's kind of up in the air there. But either way, um, I like the Packers at home in this one. It's, It's a tough, tough game. Saints could win this. I'm going to roll with the guy who hasn't thrown a pick yet. <laughs> yeah. Jordan Love is balling right now, Jake. It's really cool to see. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, I know, went to a different team, to the Jets. And what is Green Bay going to be? And if you're a Green Bay fan, you're happy right now. You're in love with Jordan Love. That's really cool. And Quay Walker, he's showing up as a linebacker on that he defense, is. Jake. That's that's super important seeing him. I picked six week one. So I think that's, that's super impressive on him. And then I know when it comes to uh, his zone defense play, right, uh, I think that's important. His tackle efficiency, that man is all over the place. So I like it, Jake. You talk about the Packers figuring it out. I think that's important. They're going to have to watch out for Taysom Hill, though, Jake, because Taysom Hill is looking – to make someone's night a, a long night, a tough night, and really just have a have nightmares. I had nightmares playing against Taysom Hill, Jake. I mean, the first time I played him, he was playing kickoff return. We we're like, who is this guy back there? And then but he's blocking my punt the next day. So keep an eye out for, for Taysom Hill because he plays quarterback, running back, receiver, whatever you need him to do. So I, I do like the Packers in this game as well, Jake. It's about that time, and the Saints are 2-0. and So we talk about it. Something has to give, and I think – Something's going to give here. I got the Packers, Jake, for this game. It's going to be a tight one. I'm going to go, again, a 21-17 a to 17 for this one, Packers. I'm going to go 23-20. Um, to your point, I mean, let, let's go back to the Falcons-Packers game for a sec. Bijan was running wild in that game. They had a chance to end the game. Bijan gets a toss crack, fourth and one, and, I mean, don't get me wrong, I love Arthur Smith and all, but what were you doing, my guy? Well, anyway, he trusts. Bijan breaks like three tackles to get the first down. Just insanity there. Get the camera Uh, view from the top of the stadium. That was sick. (laughs) It's just absolutely gnarly stuff. Um, But I think, you know, kind of some X factors. First off, Chris Olave looks like a superstar. Um, Don't sleep on my guy Rashid Shahid, who also looks like a stud. And he could stretch the field. So you got that speed that's stretching the field. Michael Thomas is now catching everything. And... Kendra Miller, our guy is going to make his rookie use. So I'm very excited about that. Jamal Williams is out. Um, so I don't know what that's going to look like, but I'm hoping Kendra gets something. And that's going to be the issue. Jake. That's why, that's why I like, that's why I like the Packers because of this run, the run game. We don't, we don't know what that looks like. It takes some hills going to have to be the run game. And that's why I think the, the, the Packers come out with this win. Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a fun one. Hopefully we see uh, something out of our guy, Kendra Miller out of TCU. Um, This is his rookie debut. So we'll see what ends up happening. But yeah, you and I both have the Packers. You and I both have the Lions. We'll see if we differ on this one. 
So this is the battle of Sean McVay coaching tree. We got Chargers 0-2 heading to one of the state-of-the-art stadiums in all of sports in the Minnesota Vikings. They're 0-2. They're probably one of the best 0-2 teams I've ever seen. I think the Vikings are really good. They should have beaten the, the reigning NFC champion Eagles. They really should have. And they could have beaten the Bucs. Uh, the Bucks are better than we thought, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, the, the hats off to them. Baker's playing really well. But this Vikings team, I think, is set. This game is going to be like whatever the over is for the total points I'm taking. Like, I would be surprised this is 38-35. And that's what I'm going to go with. I'm going to say it's 38-35. And Kirk Cousins leads a game-winning drive down the field. Touchdown. We're going to go with uh, Jordan Addison there. Okay, I like that. I'm going to go, Jake, for this one. Like you said, we're going to have to differ because I, li- I like the Chargers, Jake. I like Herbert. I like that team, even though they couldn't pull it off uh, last week against the Titans because Tannehill was playing lights out. Jake, I know we were talking about, oh, Tannehill, we don't know about this guy. Well, he's, he gave us the dirty bird because he balled out. But I do know that the Chargers are upset. They're probably pissed. They're like, hey, guys, we're way better than this. It's unfortunately the, the running back room, right? It, what does that look like? They have a great running back there now, but when it comes to Eckler, he is the world beater, the game breaker, and I, I'm not sure what that looks like right now. But I'm gonna yeah. go. I'm gonna go Chargers Jake on this one, 33 to 30 Chargers for this game. And I know Kirk Cousins is playing the best football we've seen, Jake. I get that, but one thing I do know is that defense has been a little too quiet for me. Right? That defense, I think, is going to force some turnovers. I think going to cause some pressure on Kirk Cousins that he hasn't really seen like that this year. He's seen it, of course, from some teams, but I think they're going to bring it. I think they're going to bring it to the next level. Joey Bosa is going to have a breakout game. Khalil Mack, these guys are going to get after him. I believe. I like that we're we're on the different page here. I, I didn't want to agree with everything here. Um, <laughs> like, I'm gonna. The, the one thing I say, if the Chargers are going to win this game, Josh Kelly needs to run wild like DeAndre Swift did. We know it's, it's possible because DeAndre Swift had like 175 yards on 28 carries. I mean, he was he was running wild, but we need to see it now. That was on a shorter week, to be fair. Defenses, I think, get more the brunt than like an offensive guy that barely got carries the week before. So that, you know, context is needed, but... Um, we'll see. I mean, we, we will definitely see when it comes to the Vikings because they got a long, they got a mini buy, but that that's a long time. We'll yeah. see. Uh, the Lions, they, they didn't seem as sharp. We talked about that. Yeah. So maybe there's something there. And, and the Chargers who played on Sunday, they'll be good to go. Uh, but you have the Chargers. I have the Vikings. We move on. The Patriots 0-2, Jets 1-1. I highlighted this game because <laughs> I do believe that this th- right now, this is it. Like if the Patriots go zero and three, the way the Miami Dolphins are playing right now in that division, you got the Bills. If the Jets figure it out with Zach Wilson, like this is it for New England, and they've not looked like a bad team. They've been in with the Eagles. They've been in the game with the Dolphins. Yeah. So here's the thing: Jets are at home at Jet Life Stadium, and Zach Wilson. Keep in mind the one start he had was awful. Um, like when he actually came in the game and started the game, not Aaron Rodgers leaving yeah. was awful, but it was against before Trayvon Diggs went down, maybe the best defense in the league. So yeah. to be there, there's context to be needed there. Uh, in addition to that, the game script, I think was to run the ball a little bit more. It's, it's it got so taken out of the game early on, they had to throw it. Mm-hmm. And so I think Zach Wilson, this game, they're going to play more ball control. Patriots have had their number cam. They really have, but I'm going to go with the Jets here. Uh, I oh. think that they're going to run the ball, pound the rock with Brees Hall, pound the rock with Dalvin Cook. I think we'll see 
the best run game that we've seen all year for them. <laughs> and uh, I think really the key is if Dalvin Cook is the healthy one and Brees Hall, they're still because he towards ACL in October, Cam. You yeah, know, so yeah. that's the thing is like it's not it wasn't a preseason injury. That's why he's not fully 100 percent ready to go. Um, we need to see Dalvin Cook like actual paging Dalvin where where are you at bro like that we need to see him <laughs> we need to see him in this game if they're gonna win the Jets defense we know can force turnovers um and I think Mac Jones who's played decently well through the first two games uh could be in for one in this one um uh, because I think they're a better defense than the Dolphins my guy yeah and Jake this is gonna be the battle of the turnovers I think for you talk about Zach Wilson holding on to the football he turned the ball over three times the week before and it, it was against the Cowboys but just know He's not only playing against the Patriots defense, but he's also going going against Bill Belichick, Jake. And I do think Bill Belichick is going to put Zach's ass in a blender, my guy. I have, I have a feeling he is because Zach, I mean, you talk about the run game. You just said they have to have the best running game. They know Dalvin Cook fumbled. He had that fumble strip. And he was, I'm sure he was embarrassed, Jake. He's like, man, I just got here. I want to perform well. Well, Bill Belichick knows that. So I think he's going to play some mind games with Dalvin Cook. He's going to say, hey, Judon. Go get him. <laughs> go, go get him for some turnovers. Jake. Uche, man. He's Uche. there you go. His his win rate um in pass rush is like he's like top five in the league. I mean, and I don't know I don't know if Zach's gonna be able to get away from that, Jake. I think if he forces some fumbles and they they make it happen there, I think Zach's gonna be in a little bit of trouble and he have to, he's gonna have to rely on that Jets defense, Jake, to get him out of these situations. And one thing I will say, if Aaron Rodgers makes a, a miraculous comeback, you know, playoffs and he's ready to go, that defense is gonna be worn down by then. I do that's a good point. They're gonna be tired as heck, my man. So I do think that the Patriots are gonna they're gonna figure it out. And I think we talk about this. We talk about this in baseball. When the batter comes up, there's a pitcher, and that batter just wears that pitcher down and show, exposes their weaknesses. I think the Cowboys expose the Jets, the Jets' weaknesses, and I think Bill Belichick is too smart not to then amplify that. So I got the Patriots for this one, Jake. I know you said the Jets. I got the Patriots in this game, twenty-one seventeen. Yeah. So I'll take the Jets twenty-one twenty. I think it's going to be a really close game down to the wire. Uh, I mean, both teams divisional rivalry. I think it's definitely a one possession game. Uh, then we move on to another AFC East team taking on a surprising undefeated team. Not so surprising when you see who they played, the Washington Commanders, 2-0. Yeah. So uh, this is where the Commanders can really turn some heads. If they win this game, okay. Like Magic you, Johnson got the magic on them. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't see it happening. I think the Bills <laughs> no. win. Um, I think, and again, I still have my concerns about Josh Allen turning the ball over in big games, but we saw what he did against the Raiders. They were just, you know, slamming it. Here's the thing about the Bills. They can beat any team if they stick to running the ball with James Cook and using James Cook. James Cook is one of the best running backs in football. I've only seen him start a few games. And I already know this. Like, I, like I am the Oracle. I know that James Cook is the guy. Uh, <laughs> But he has over 100 yards last week. He can be used in the passing game. People thought he was just going to be like, you know, a gadget like player when he was drafted out of Georgia because he was smaller. That man's not small. Like no. he he can break tackles. He's made more missed tackles. He's generated more missed tackles than most of the league. He's in the top five among running backs. Yeah. Yards after contact, top five. So when I look at the Bills, if you want to beat the commanders, run the damn ball mm -hmm. and i understand they can throw it all over the yard as well commander's defense has done a decent job of of you know 
stopping that. Um, but how did the Cardinals keep themselves in that game week one? James Conner. Mm-hmm. How did the Broncos keep themselves in the game week two? Well, they didn't use a ton of them, but Javante Williams ran pretty well. Mm-hmm. So now week three, the key is going to be using James Cook, wearing down this defense, make it easier on Josh Allen to then throw with a cleaner pocket. Because the more and more you run it, the more this defense is going to be worn down. And we've talked about this defense at length before. It is, it's spooky, as you would put it. And so you got to wear them down. Chase Young, he's good to go. He gets a sack in his first game back. I mean, I'm trying to wear that defense down and make it easier on my quarterback to throw the football. Yeah, you're right. And that's the thing, too, with that defensive line, Jake. They're going to be chasing after our guy, Josh Allen. Not that saying he's our guy, right? Because Washington football team, we're, we're neutral here. But Josh, Josh Allen, we want to see him do well, Jake. He's trying to figure out to run or to pass him. He's going to be running a lot this game. I'm going to tell you that right now. He's going to get chased out of the pocket. I think he's going to run a lot to support with that run game that you said is going to be beneficial for them. One thing I will say, Jake, is that Washington football team, Emmanuel Forbes, Josh Allen has to be careful with just chucking it up because Diggs is down the field because Emmanuel Forbes will pick that thing and run it back the other way. He did it 13 times, man. (laughs) He did 13 times in college. college. Impressive. Oh, yeah. It's super impressive, Jake. It's it's You can't do it. At this game, you're telling – Josh Allen, hold on to the football. These guys are 2-0 right now. They got the Magic Johnson sprinkle on them right now. And one thing I will say, too, Jake, Sam Howell was playing great football. I don't know yes. if, if that's the Eric Bieniemy effect. I'm not sure. He was playing it well at the end of last year. This guy might be for real, Cam. We might have another really solid quarterback in the NFL. And that's and that's really, that's really great to hear because we want to see great football at the end of the day. I mean, my man had 108. Uh, passer rating last the other week 299 yards 27 for 39 I mean he's balling out and if Eric Bieniemy is saying a couple of things hey Patrick Mahomes did this you need to do the same thing <laughs> hey it, it's working but I do think that the Bills are going to come away with this one Jake I do think so Matt Milano is playing too great of football I think when it comes to how I think he might turn that ball over because Matt Milano has two interceptions on the season so far one in each game he might get another one this game as well so I think that's important Dalton Kincaid is showing up right Ricky tight end targeting I think the- this is the Dalton Kincaid game there you go <laughs> Dalton Kincaid, Kincaid game I think they're gonna have to go to him um and he had a 43 yards last week six, six six catches and then we talk about Josh Allen he had one of his better games last week 124 passer rating um 31 for 37 that means he's he's accurate he's protecting the football over 274 yards. I think Josh Allen, he's starting to figure his game out. Like we talked about, he's figuring it out, and I think they come away with this with this W, Jake. I'm going to say for the Bills, I'm going to go 24 Bills, 21 Washington football team. I like that. I'm going to go 24-14 uh, Bills over Washington. Oh. I, I think, like, we'll see Sam Howell will probably have a lot of yards and just not a lot of touchdowns. And that's okay. Like, I think, you know, what you're hoping for is just them to be competitive in this one. The Bills are definitely the better team, but I do think the commanders have a shot to really prove everyone wrong, including us. And so um, this is going to be a game that I'm tuning into. Like, this is this is going to be a very interesting game. And uh, I look forward to it. Brian Robinson, we got to also make mention with him. He's been running wild. So we'll see if he can run it against this tough Bills front. Uh, But we move on. Eagles 2-0, Bucks 2-0. This is so this is the first of a Monday night doubleheader. 
Um, the 715. First off, abolish that. Second, this is still <laughs> this is gonna be a fun game. Um, Eagles right now. <laughs> Eagles right now. I, I mean, they're two and zero. They didn't look great against New England, but they they survived, right? Survive in advance. They go to week two. They looked good at times, and then they looked not so good at times against the Vikings at home. Well, now they're back on the road yeah. against Tampa, who in the, in the heat. I I gotta tell you first exactly. First <laughs> off, this is what I'll say: Baker is playing better ball control football than Jalen Hurts, mm-hmm. and that's important here. AJ Brown hasn't gotten going. So, you know, in first hand, you'd say he's due second hand. You could be like, well, I'm watching the film and I see they're making adjustments to stop AJ Brown and they're okay with Devonte Smith beating them. As long as they don't allow big AJ Brown over the top yeah. that can high point the football, break a tackle and take it in for six. Mm-hmm. So this game is going to be very interesting because you got another guy who can do that, that exact same thing on the other end. And if they decide to double team him, Mike Evans, then you got Chris Godwin, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's not as simple as, oh, well, we'll just double-team Mike Evans. Chris Godwin might be better than Mike Evans. He just doesn't get the ball anywhere near as much. But, like, the the point is you have a 1A, 1B scenario here in, you know, Tampa – and you started to get Rashad, you know, Rashad White started to get going last week, um, albeit it was against Chicago Bears. But, like, that's good Sean stuff. Tuck, Sean Tucker, a couple snaps, you know, Q's guy. Yeah, yeah like, like okay, like our running game might be here. Like, yeah. we might actually have a running game. And then you have a defense that could turn the ball over at any given time. You got Antoine Winfield who, like, hey, man, uh, n- no offense to G- – like, I'm a big Jalen Hurts fan, but if, if you throw it up there, like, I'm – like, he's going to pick it off. Like, yeah. You know, and so I think you got all that ranginess in the back end of the secondary. Uh, you know, we already know Carlton Davis and, you know, guys like that. Jamel Dean does not get enough credit. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm just saying like that front, Joe Tryon, Choyanka, like I'm I'm liking what I'm seeing from the Bucks. Like I'm not I understand it's two and oh. I'm not willing to like sell the house on them. Mm-hmm. But this is a huge opportunity here because we just talked about the Falcons two and oh, staring two and one in the face because you and I both have them losing. Right. Yeah. Panthers right now, they're going to start Andy Dalton. We'll talk about that later on. And um, because I, I want to put this out there, Bryce Young is hurt. Okay, yeah, so that's yeah. that's that. But then the Saints are also 2-0, who I think we both have them losing to the Packers. This is a golden opportunity for the Bucks to take over the, the sole position in their division, and they're at home against Ooh. an NFC defending champion if they win this game i mean you could see this momentum kind of carry them down the road so this is this is monumental for them this early in the season yeah and let's not forget too jake we talked about just the lions right how they were able to dethrone the chiefs first game of the season is this the first game that you know that the eagles are dethroned when it comes to the nfc so i think when it comes to the nfc the cowboys of course we talk about but the buccaneers are starting to make a run and saying hey we, we belong here. We, we're the ones. Um, I know the Saints are 2-0 as well. But, Jake, when you think about just defenses in general, um, you mentioned some great defensive linemen, some great DBs, but the, one of the best linebacker duo in the league for the Buccaneers, Levante David and Devin White, Jake, I think these guys are next level. I would compare them to the 49ers linebackers, right, and Greenlaw and um, – our guy, uh, 54, uh, I can't think of his name right now. For the, oh, uh, for Fred the, Warner. Fred Warner, sorry, yes. But Fred Warner's been at the top of his game. Greenlaw's been at the top of his game. Devin White, Levante, David, I, you know, figure it out which one's the best. But you have some great linebacker play there, and I do think that they're going to get after Jalen Hurts. You, you would think so, right? And also, too, 
the Eagles have a different offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator. So when we think about chefs in the kitchen, there's different chefs in the kitchen. And I don't know if those chefs can handle that 100-degree heat, Jake. They're going to be in that box sweating their neck off. So we'll see what happens, Jake. But I would, to be honest, I would love to see the, the Buccaneers upset upset the Eagles. Um, Got to stop DeAndre Swift. Got you. Got to stop them. Got to stop those wide receivers on the outside. I think that's really important. And one thing I will say too, just watching the game last week with the Eagles, um, seeing some of the the miscommunication, Jake. Right, some of the the friction between the receiver and the quarterbacks. That that's going to bite them later on, Jake. I'm just. I know this. We're talking about this Buccaneers and, and Eagles game now, but I think the miscommunication between AJ Brown and Jalen Hurts. I think come the playoffs when that pressure starts to amount. I think that's going to bite them in the butt, and I, I'm going to call it this game. I think the Buccaneers are going to take advantage of that, Jake. I think the Buccaneers are going to take advantage of of the the, uh, the tension that's going on because A.J. Brown's not getting the ball as much as he wants to. So I'm going to say this. I'm going to call 24-21 Bucks. I think that I think the Eagles are going to be dethroned this game, game three, like the Chiefs were game one. And yeah, the Bucks are going to come out with the dub in that heat. It's going to be 100 out there. So the Eagles, I don't know if they're ready for it. <laughs> This is tough because I think this could go either way. Bucks at home. Um, I just I, I want to buy into Baker, and I'm definitely not selling Baker. But I just see a scenario here where a game's close and Jalen Carter comes in, and yeah. we we've talked about him. He has just absolutely been dominant in the first two games. He comes in, rips the ball out of Baker's hands. <laughs> And that's all it takes. Like a really close game late in the game. Jalen Carter comes right through, not unblocked, like just rips through like three guys. Or Josh tears Sweat. the ball out. Or Josh Sweat. <laughs> or Josh Sweat. Josh Sweat takes the ball and runs it back for a touchdown. That's that's all she wrote. Like mm-hmm. I could totally see a scenario like that. So I'm gonna say I do see a scenario like that. I'm gonna call it right now. I'm gonna say that this game we're gonna go twenty four. 17 Eagles. Um, And I think this has the potential to be a really fun game down to the wire and kind of disrupt the Rams Bengals game a little bit. Um, So because I think a lot of people are going to tune in to watch that Mm -hmm. because it's going to get really close. So I'll I'll take the Eagles here. 24, 17. I really like what the Buccaneers are doing. Um, I'm not quite ready to, to sell the the Eagles quite yet on in this one. It's it's a tough call. But. Yeah, their D line. You talked about it, their D line is just excellent, Jake. I mean, they got guys that you know possibly possibly Hall of Famers on that defensive yeah. line, and <laughs> they're just starting their careers. So that is quite spooky. Um, I do think Baker to to win this game got to hold on to the football. That's the oh, only yeah. way. You just talked about it for the Buccaneers to lose that that strip sack for a touchdown. Baker has to hold on to the football, and I think he knows that. The run game's going to have to get going. If they can wear that D-line down, Jake, for the Eagles, I think that's also going to be to their benefit as well. So we'll see. Toss it up. This is the one that's like, ooh, it could go either way, but uh, I'm going to rock with my guys at Bucks. I like it. So then we have uh, our our last game here before we get into our rapid-fire segment with the uh, storylines. Rams-Bengals here. Uh, some context. First off, I'm looking at the ESPN pick them. They show percentage of users picked. Uh, it was 90 to 10 bangles. It's now gone from 90 to 10 to 64 to 36 bangles. So Ooh. there's been a shift. People are starting to believe in the Rams. Maybe, uh, you know, the Bengals with Joe Burrow. There, I think there's a mixture here. I have to mention this little storyline. Bill Belichick, the tricky bill comes in and, 
and he signs our guy Will Greer right off their practice squad. So the Bengals, if Joe Burrow can't go, only have Jake Browning. And it's so late in the week. We're talking about Friday. They haven't signed anybody yet. I joked like they might have to trade for Brandon Allen. They might literally have to trade for Brandon Allen. He's the only one who would know the offense. So it's like, this is, this is crazy. Um, (laughs) I'm going to say this right now. I think Burrow goes. Okay. I think Burrow plays. This is a must win for the Bengals. Um, I still kind of feel like they're going to figure this whole thing out. And I'm, I'm not backing off my Super Bowl prediction. Uh, It's just not happening. (laughs) Bengals lions. And I had the Bengals winning it, but I think they go 0 and 3. I think the Rams are the better team right now. I think Joe Burrow with that calf and re-aggravated, mind you. Mm. He was he was bad. He was playing poorly when he was dealing with the calf nagging, but re-aggravated. What does that mean? Aaron that's, Donald. That's what that means. <laughs> that's the thing that that's like concerning for me, Cam, because yeah. he's not behind a great offensive line. I mean it's it's not great uh, like Lyle Collins who they were hopeful of just they just caught him like he's just gone and it's just like I'm not loving their offensive line Joe Mixon I could see him getting a few big you know splash plays in this game but here's the thing when I go on Bengals shows I've been on like five this week <laughs> um when I go on bagel shows I keep hearing Joe's gonna get it out quickly that's that's the game plan it's like if everyone knows the game plan and Joe's going to have to get the ball out quickly because of that, you know, that calf that's concerning because if you're looking at the Rams and how, okay, like it worked for Purdy last week, it worked for Purdy last week because everybody's built to break tackles and win after the catch. We saw Debo Samuel last night against the giants guy cannot be tackled. He's yeah. so hard to bring down. Brandon. Ayuk didn't even play, but Ayuk is also built that way. Kittle's built that way. Christian McCaffrey's built that way. These guys are hard to bring down. Jawan Jennings. So now you look at the Bengals game and you're like, if they're playing that dink and dunk, I mean, Ernest Jones, you know, Akella Witherspoon, you know, DK, Kobe Durant. John Johnson, they bring them in there. (laughs) Yeah. Like like those guys can come up and make the play and it's going to be, boom, a tackle. Jamar Chase isn't going to break five tackles like Debo Samuel. Right. You know, Jamar Chase, what he's going to do, great route runner, great separation, and then he's going to win over the top. But if you can't throw over the top, then that Rams pass rush is going to be eating Joe Burrow alive. So it's it's like they're really stuck in no man's land right now. They have to hope that things work out in like T Higgins and you know, what do you, what do you always say? They got to eat their Wheaties yeah. T Higgins and Jamar chase are going to have to break every tackle. If they're going to play that dink and dunk game. So I got the Rams in this one, 31 23, because I respect the Bengals. I respect what they have. I do believe they are a super bowl roster when healthy. And right now, while Joe Burrow isn't healthy, I still can't buy that Joe Burrow isn't going to have a few of those Joe Burrow moments. Yeah. I'm going to go 24, 17 Rams on this one, Jake. I do think we talked about it before the edges of this Rams defense. And I do think the DBs, right. Uh, we talk about a Keller Witherspoon and Darion Kendrick. Those guys have to play well today. If they and and I think the X factor is, is Tyler Boyd, right? Because you're thinking about the other players, Chase and Higgins. Okay, we got to lock these guys down. Let's we focus this week. But I do think Boyd is going to be the one that hey, those in rounds, those reverses that we saw against the 49ers that Debo Samuel's got loose on. I think we're going to see Tyler Boyd on these end rounds. They're going to see hey, is Hoyt dropping back? Is is Byron Young dropping back in coverage? Because we're going to throw it right at them. And so, I, Jake. <laughs> I just want to see this game. I don't want to see many drops from these DNs from the Buccaneers or 
or the Bengals are going to take advantage of it, Jake. I think the Bengals are going to take advantage of it, but I, I have the the Rams winning. I have Puka Nakua going off, Tutu Atwell going off, and Van Van Jefferson. I think Jake, this has to be his game because Tutu and Puka are getting to a point, Jake, where it's like, okay, it's getting to the overload. Like <laughs> it's it's an overload. These guys are getting so many catches and breaking records. Van Jefferson has to step up just like Tyler Boyd has to step up. Um, but I do believe Aaron Donald gets after Joe Burrow's ass because his calf is hurting and Aaron Donald is licking his chop. And I think Byron Young as well, Jake, send him on. He's going to introduce himself to America, man. There you go. He's going to he's gonna pummel over some of these tackles and these guards. They're going to dump him on their back, strip sack Joe Burrow. And, yeah, it's just going to be a, a party at the Rams' house. So I know they're going over there, but it, it's going to be a good game for the Rams. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. And I think, you know, kind of the guy you didn't mention, Kyron Williams, this is his opportunity. Last week, his first start, he gets 100 scrimmage yards, two touchdowns. Still not enough because he had the drop that went into the interception. Everyone was hating on him for it. But look, Sean McVay came out and said he's a capable three down back. Like, we believe him all three downs. He can manage a workload. Like, so he only missed three snaps last week for Ronnie Rivers. I expect it to be a bigger workload for, for Kyron Williams. I think they're going to try to, you know, alleviate the pressure on a Puka Nakua, on a Tutu yeah. Atwell. They're, we're going to see more Demarcus Robinson. We're going to see more Ben Skoranek, more Van Jefferson. They're going to try to calm down on the workload because they don't want to burn these guys out in week three. Oblique so injuries. I think, like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so I think Kyron Williams comes in this game, and I think he goes over 100 yards against a defense that's allowed almost 200 in back-to-back weeks. So, you know, it's gonna be a I long think he's going to run Bengals for 100. Defense. Yeah, it's going to be a long day for the Bengals defense, especially like you talk about the pass game. Kyron Williams is leading the NFL and running backs in the pass catching out of the backfield. So I think he's going to take advantage of that, and I think the Rams team is going to – they're gonna find their they're finding their groove, Jake, and it's really good to see. And it's unfortunate, Jake, for the Bengals. I mean, you think these folks are? You said Super Bowl. Ah, I don't know. <laughs> no, I mean, it's you can't can't judge them now. That's but, true. It is early, but we'll see. I mean, I'll say this: there is. I I can't stress it enough, and I don't normally say this, but there is some serious blowout potential here for the Rams. Um, if Joe Burrow doesn't play, blowout. If Joe Burrow does play, there's still a blowout potential. And, like, that's the thing. Like, it really – it's so hard to know. And I'm sorry, but Jake Browning is not being the Los Angeles Rams. Oh. It's He's not doing God that. bless him. God bless yeah, him. Yeah, <laughs> I, I feel for him, but he, he's not doing it. Yeah. And if you think the Rams need an edge rusher, you know, after this game, you might not even think that because of how much I expect the Rams pass rush to get in there yeah. and, and disrupt, uh, you know, if if they don't go with more of a dink and dunk approach. Yeah, and not and yeah. no more drop back passes for these defensive ends that are, I mean, Jake, I, I can see it now, Jake, Hoyt <laughs> dropping back against Boyd and Boyd is cooking him in the slot. You know, in that cover three defense where he's the curl flat player, he's on Boyd or Higgins or Chase, and these guys are just running down the field. I just – I'm calling it now, Jake. If I see it, I'm going to have to call Raheem myself like, yo, bro, like I feel you. Like I feel you're the man. But, like, can you please stop dropping these defensive ends <laughs> against elite receivers? <laughs> no, I, I hear you. I mean, 300 – what was it, 310 pounds, six foot four. <laughs> I, I made that joke repeatedly throughout the week, um, but that's going to do it for that part of it. Now we're going to get into a rapid fire segment here. Uh, Cam, does losing Trayvon Diggs to an ACL tear end 
the Cowboys' Super Bowl hopes already here in week three? Absolutely not. You think about Jalen Ramsey for the Dolphins, right? He Diggs has to take that role that Jalen Ramsey's taking right now. Hey, I know Jalen Ramsey is light at the end of the tunnel for Jalen, right, because he can come back. And I know for Diggs it's not so much that, but – I think the Cowboys defense has too much firepower. I think Dan Quinn, he is too great of a defensive coordinator for this team to, for this defense at least, to go down in that way. And Stephon Gilmore, Deron Bland, and Jordan Lewis, those guys have to step up, right? Next man up, we have to figure that out. And they have the best pass rush, <laughs> rush in the league. So no matter who's back there, Jake, they're going to get that football because Michael Parsons is going to is going to cause some havoc. So uh, they had three interceptions against Zach Wilson. Uh, I mean. Come on, man. It's the Cowboys. Deron Bland, uh, Deron Bland, the fifth-round pick last year, has looked really good. My only concern would be to keep him in the slot. I think, you know, Israel uh, Mukwamu could be somebody. You know, their their sixth-round pick from 2021. Um, Noah Igbenogany. There, there are some guys there that I think... It, it'll be interesting to see how they go about this. I know they have their sixth-rounder from this draft, Eric Scott. So... We'll see. I mean, they always kind of find just random guys and throw them out there, and they yeah. have some success. So, they got, they got Gilmore uh, on the other side to coach them up, you know? So, Yeah, maybe they make a trade. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, if you feel like you're that close, maybe you go out the deadline and you get another one of those. Remember, C.J. Henderson was traded by the Jaguars. Like, you try something like that. Yeah, um, I like it. Moving on here, we, we had the 49ers defeat the Giants 30-12. to 12. Uh, the Browns are playing the Titans without Nick Chubb. So life without Nick Chubb. They did go out and get Kareem Hunt. Yeah. I liked that pickup. I do also like the the guys behind him, Jerome Ford. I think Jerome Ford gets the start. Yeah. I know Kareem Hunt's going to get going, but I, I think Jerome Ford's been in camp. Jerome Ford has yeah. been learning the offense, and he had over 100 yards, to be fair, in a game they just threw him in against yeah. the Steelers' defense. He's so well. I like... I like Ford in this one. Um, I kind of like the Browns against the Titans in that one. We didn't really get too much into it, but what are your thoughts on on that game real quick? Uh, Tannehill is playing lights out, Jake. The fact that he beat the Chargers. Um, Tannehill's hearing the, the disrespect, right? Those ears are burning, so I like the Titans on this one. Okay, cool. Uh, Vic Fangio playing his former team. What, what do you think about that? I mean, we didn't talk too much about it. You know, Tua Tagovailoa looking like the best quarterback in the league through two weeks. Uh, Vic Fangio, as we all know, was the head coach of the Broncos. And now here he is. He's playing the Broncos as the defense coordinator for the Dolphins. Yeah, I mean, Russell Wilson was sacked seven times, Jake, and hit 14 times last game. So I think Vic Fangio's like, yo, let's run it back. Let's sack him eight times and hit him 15 to 16 times. I think it's going to be a bloodbath, <laughs> to be honest. Um, uh, you know, Russell was playing a lot better, but he's getting hit a lot, Jake, and at that age – yeah, it's not looking good. Um, two and O teams. Which two and O team that really stands out to you? Do you think is just a hundred percent upset alert, or they're not even the favorite this week and they're going down? Yeah, I call, I'm Washington Washington football team and the Falcons, Jake. I think those two are, are going to go down. They're playing well, but I think they'll go down. I'm totally in agreement with you there. Uh, can Andy Dalton lead the Panthers to their first win of the season uh, this time around? Bryce Young, of course, as we mentioned earlier in the show, out with an ankle. I said, nah. <laughs> Seahawks, I think they're riding the momentum. I think that first game they got dis- disrespected or they were uh, disrespecting the Rams and they got smacked in the face. And I think for them, they're like, not again, sir. So I think uh, I don't think he'll be able to pull this one off. This one's kind of a funny one. I don't even know why I'm asking this. But do the Bears have any sort of chance against the Kansas City Chiefs? Hell no. They got to figure it out, right? We t- they talked about it in the presser. It might be a coaching thing, and their offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, they're going through it right now, my man. Defensive coordinator's out the door. 
he's out. I mean, he's not even so the new defensive coordinator midweek. And then you got the offensive coordinator who's just running. He's just asking Madden like repeatedly every play. So (laughs) why you doing like that? (laughs) That's hilarious. Uh, Am I wrong? Like he's called this. You know how ask Madden the algorithm. It'll it'll call the same plays if you keep doing it. Like a little kid is Uh, a little kid is playing a game. Like I don't know what to pick. I press B and yeah, yeah, silly. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's oh boy. Yeah, it's not going to be. Not going to be good. I, th- I think the – is it – and Matt Nagy's back with the Chiefs, so this is a revenge game against Ooh, the – oh, boy. Yeah, yeah they're not, not going to be good. Um, and what do we expect on Sunday night with the, the Steelers and Raiders to wrap this show up? T.J. Watt going crazy again. Um, defensive player of the year candidate at some point. I think he'll he'll solidify that with this game. Now, I got to be fair before we head out of here. If we're getting on Luke Getze, we got to get on Matt Canada. He has been – so putrid with way more talent. Yeah, yeah. You got, I mean, you got some ballers back there, and you can't make it happen. You got some the best linebackers that were on our list, D-backs. They're on that that Bears team. So it's like, what's going on? And when you talk about, uh, talk about the Steelers and the Raiders, you know, Josh Jacobs, negative two yards rushing. I don't – can't win with that, my boy. <laughs> and I think just, like, looking at the Steelers' offense, I mean, they got to get something going. I think this is going to be, to your point, kind of a T.J. Watt – um, TJ Watt, Alex Highsmith, Max Crosby show. Yep. I think it's going to be pressure everywhere. Garoppolo is going to be run for his life. Pickett's going to be run for his life. I think the, the X factor in this one, why I think the Steelers win Jalen Warren. I've been very impressed with the young, uh, running back there. Um, I think he's already kind of supplanted Najee Harris as the starting running back, which is kind of crazy to think about. Yeah. Yeah. Alabama running backs, Jake. I just don't get it when he gets to that next level. It's like, ah, they they're, they get that hype and they kind of just slide down the scale a little bit. So yeah, Najee Harris, not sure what's going on there. Yeah. So that's going to do it. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed. Hope you guys are prepared enough for the week off the edge episode 41. You can follow me at JK bogey. You can follow cam at Cameron Lynch 50, follow the show at off the edge show. We'll be back next week to uh, recap and react to what happened in week three. You guys enjoy NFL Sunday, Monday. And uh, of course we'll see you guys then.